Today's scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew. Up to this point in the Gospel, Jesus has been working in various cities and villages, teaching in synagogues, curing diseases, and proclaiming the good news of God's kingdom. Now, if you look at the two previous chapters, you'll see that much of Jesus' work involved healing the sick. And now Jesus is preparing his disciples to take a leading role in this work. He wants them to preach about the kingdom of heaven and to reveal the kingdom to others through their actions and specifically through compassionate acts toward those who are sick. Let's listen now to our scripture passage. I'm going to read from chapter 9 of Matthew, verse 35 through verse 14 of chapter 10. The scripture says this, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Then Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to cure every disease and every sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, also known as Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. Philip and Bartholomew. Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector. James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus. Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick, raise the dead, Cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You received without payment. Give without payment. Take no gold or silver or copper in your belts, no bag for your journey, or two tunics, or sandals, or a staff. For laborers deserve their food. Whatever town or village you enter, find out who in it is worthy and stay there until you leave. As you enter the house, greet it. If the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet as you leave that house or town. This is the word of our Lord. COVID-19 has taken its toll on medical personnel who are serving in places hit hardest by this virus. I've heard of nurses who've gotten so burned out from this work that they have quit their jobs and are looking for new kinds of jobs. Now, this doesn't surprise me given the round-the-clock care that's required to fight this virus, coupled with not enough resources that makes it extremely hard to do this work. But I'm also hearing stories of nurses who are volunteering to leave their homes and and go where help is needed the most. Now, these nurses are fully aware of the challenges that await them. 
They know the risk, and they know the work is brutal. But they go and support their colleagues, and they're trying to make a difference among those who are the most sick. Robin and Angela are an example of this. These two have full-time jobs right here in North Carolina. They have lots of responsibilities with their work and with their families, and yet they're giving up their free time to serve in the metro New York area. They do this not expecting anything in return. For them, it's just the right thing to do, and it comes from a place of compassion. Now, many of us are holding the sick in our thoughts and prayers, but these women are backing up their prayers with action, and that's what's needed most. Those who are sick and are the ones who need real help, and that's what nurses like Robin and Angela offer. You know, they have a tender and compassionate heart for those who are suffering. Now, we're mindful on this Mother's Day of women who have touched our lives through acts of compassion. Their tender, loving care has made a real difference in our lives, and and that really reflects the true nature of God. The prophet Isaiah made this connection by comparing God's compassion to that of a mother. In chapter 49, it says, Can a woman forget her nursing child or show no compassion for the child of her womb? Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. And then in chapter 66, Isaiah writes, As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. Compassion is one of the primary qualities we see in God. And the Bible insists that all of us, both women and men, should strive to live with compassion. But what exactly is compassion? Well, to answer that question, I turn to the Gospel of Matthew. Verse 36 says, When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Now, obviously, Jesus had compassion, but what is it? People often define compassion to include acting with kindness, being sympathetic, and caring for the welfare of others. Compassion has also been described as entering into the suffering of another person. And we see still another dimension to compassion in the Bible. The Greek word that's translated as he had compassion is often linked directly to Jesus in describing why he does something. In verse 36, Jesus was moved to compassion when he looked out at the crowds that had gathered around him. They had heard about the healings. They had heard how Jesus had cured every disease and every sickness as he proclaimed the goodness of God's kingdom. And as Jesus looked into their eyes, he saw people who had been harassed and he realized just how helpless they were without someone to guide them. He saw how vulnerable they were to people who would lead them astray with bad teachings. They really were like sheep without a shepherd. Now in this story, we see God's compassion being connected to those 
who are in poor health, who then gather around Jesus because they had seen and heard of the miracles he had performed. And it was at that point Jesus realized that there were too few laborers to tend to the needs of all the people. Now when we compare this story of compassion to others that are found in the Gospels, we see a pattern. In Matthew 14, for example, the crowds had gathered around Jesus and he had compassion on them. And that compassion was displayed through the healing of the sick right before he fed the thousands that had gathered together. Another example is seen in Matthew 20 where Jesus encountered two blind men. Again, he was moved to compassion and he lived out that compassion by restoring the sight of the blind. And when Jesus was teaching and telling stories, he used those opportunities to emphasize once again compassion. Now we see this in the parable of the Good Samaritan. Jesus described the Samaritan as a person who was moved by compassion for the injured traveler. The Samaritan tended to his wounds, bandaged them up, and then he carried them to a place where he could heal and find rest. All of these examples show us that God's compassion is linked to caring for the health and the well-being of people. It was certainly present when Jesus healed people of their sicknesses, and it was present when he fed the hungry crowd. Now, compassion is also linked to the mission of God. When Jesus saw the harassed and helpless people, and when he realized that there were few laborers to help with this work, he told his disciples that it was time for them to get to work. And he gave them two specific instructions. He told them to go out to the lost sheep of Israel, where they would, one, preach the kingdom of heaven, and two, reveal the kingdom of heaven. Now, when they preach the kingdom, the message that they would share is that the kingdom of heaven has come near. And this suggests an event rather than some kind of static condition. It's also the same message that Jesus shared when he called his disciples earlier in, in the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 4. Now, Jesus wanted his disciples to preach the kingdom, not just in word, but also in deed. He instructed them to connect the message of the kingdom with their actions. And they would do this by having compassion for the lost sheep. And whenever possible, they would also provide healing. So the kingdom of heaven is revealed through compassionate actions. And in the first century, this kind of compassion tried to heal the illnesses and diseases that were common to them, diseases like leprosy. Let's also remember that Jesus told the disciples in verse 8 that they would reveal the kingdom when they cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, and cast out demons. As the disciples followed Jesus, they had certainly witnessed him perform many miraculous acts of compassion. They saw him care for the sick. And throughout the history of the Christian faith, amazing acts of compassion have occurred when faithful Christians, along with others, 
devoted themselves to caring for the sick and even researching cures for various diseases. We have witnessed incredible advances in medicine in our own lifetimes, which has improved the health conditions all across this globe. Many illnesses that were once thought of as incurable have now been eradicated. And in today's world, there is reason to be hopeful about finding a vaccine and effective treatments for COVID-19. Increased medical knowledge has also helped us better understand many of the situations that Jesus and his disciples faced. Now back then, a rash due to poor hygiene would likely have been misdiagnosed as leprosy. And epilepsy would have been seen as demon possession. Now people affected by things like this would have received little compassion from their communities. And yet these are the very ones to whom Jesus sends his disciples. Now in sending them out, Jesus provided some specific guidance on how they should conduct themselves. First, he told them that they should rely on the hospitality of other people. In verses 9 and 10, he says, Take no gold or silver or copper in your belts, no bag for your journey, or two tunics, or sandals, or a staff, for laborers deserve their food. And then he added that if you're not welcome, simply shake the dust off your feet and move on. See, Jesus didn't want them to act like James and John, who, if they had had their way, wanted to rain down fire on those who rejected Jesus. But Jesus wanted none of that. He wanted them to act with compassion, even when they're rejected. Another piece of guidance that Jesus shared with them is that they should heal, cure, and cleanse without asking for payment. Work for free, like those nurses who are volunteering in New York. Now Jesus said in verse 8, you received without payment, give without payment. The kingdom of heaven comes near when human needs are met through actions of those who are caring for those in need. And let's remember, we can't put a price tag on human needs, but as we follow Jesus, we're led to care for the health and the well-being of others. We're led to be compassionate. Now, the mission that Jesus sent his disciples on would eventually shape the history of medicine. There are countless stories of people who've embraced this mission. And I think most of us can probably think of a doctor or a nurse who chose to go into their profession because of their faith in Christ. They've wanted to help people and share compassion. Now, we Christians have a long history of people doing this very thing. In the year 369, for example, Basil of Caesarea inherited a boatload of money. He could have kept all that cash for himself, but he thought a much better use of that money would be to build a place where the sick and the dying could receive care. Now, people think of him as the founding father of the modern hospital, but what he built really looked like a, a small city that had facilities that we would compare to hospice houses, infirmaries, and soup kitchens. 
Basil set an example that many Christians have followed. Now, years after him, Charlemagne, when he became emperor of the Holy Roman Empire, decreed that all cathedrals and monasteries should have an infirmary attached to their buildings. And these infirmaries were like small hospitals that cared for the sick and the poor. Over the years, people of faith would continue to follow this example, and, and people of faith would end up creating the modern hospital. Even our own Baptist ancestors have played a significant role in this and that they started hospitals all around the world. You know, people are always getting sick. And that just reminds us that there will always be a need for compassion. It's so important for us to remember this because acting with compassion is one of the best ways that we can participate in God's mission. Now, when Jesus saw a need, he had compassion. And that is good news for all of us because when we are in need, we can have confidence that Jesus will show us compassion. But let's also remember that Jesus not only has compassion for us, but he tells us to have compassion for others. Certainly what we see in nurses who volunteer in New York. It's what we see in mothers who offer their tender, loving care to their children. And it's what we see in Jesus Christ who sends us out on a mission to serve those who are hurting and in need. Compassion is always linked to action. So let's strive to be compassionate this week by helping someone who's sick or hungry or hurting in some way. And by being compassionate, we will share the love of God and we will reveal the kingdom of heaven. Would you bow your heads and join me in prayer? Oh God, we celebrate that you heal the sick and comfort the suffering. You bring good news to those in need. And you call on those of us who follow Jesus Christ to preach and reveal the kingdom of heaven. May our hearts be open to those who need help. And we pray that our words and our actions will be full of compassion and love and lead to true healing. We know this is part of your mission, and we pray we will be faithful to this work. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen.